Here with Gardner Webb head coach Carol McCray. Coach, uh, tough one this past week. Uh, it's one of those things. You don't know whether it's just more, more. You know, it's better to lose an overtime in a close game like that, or just get whipped and get over with. You know, but it, it's a, it stings nonetheless. And uh, it was a trip to Lynchburg that the Bulldogs had a chance, and uh, just uh, came a little short in the end. Talk about that game a little bit and how you uh, spoke to the players afterwards. Well, losing is no good for anybody. Either way, it's hard to tell you the truth. And uh, you know, we 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 performed uh, very well in a lot of areas. You know, we played extremely hard. We and, and we, uh, you know, in all rights, getting that thing to overtime was a was a good thing for our kids. Gives us a chance to win the thing. And uh, you know, probably when I talked to them, you know, there wasn't much sensibility going on in that locker room after the game. You know, Sunday they were listening a little bit better. And uh, you know, they're brokenhearted. Had the opportunity to win a big game on the road and. You know, you got to play tough and win some tight games on the road if you're going to have the program you want to have. So, uh, you know, we regrouped a little bit. And uh, I think the biggest thing that came out of the video is, you know, there was evidence that there there were plays we left on the field before overtime that would have given us an opportunity to win the football game, uh, you know, even against uh, Liberty up at their place. So, you know, several chances that we had. We got hot offensively there, you know, in the third quarter, needed the ball back and, had a third and eight, got away from us defensively. And then, uh, you know, on the other hand, the first, first and second quarter, we had the ball inside the 15 twice and had to kick a field goal. Didn't get a touchdown. So, you know, early in the game, nobody thinks those things matter. But, you know, when you're a team, uh, you know, like ours, you know, we have to play on the top end at all times. And uh, we got to take advantage of any time we get a short field. We've done a pretty good job of that all year. And we did score three. But if you're going to beat, you know, a team like that on the road, a big conference game, you know, Seven is what you got to get out of it. So, uh, you know, working on kind of a mental refreshness in our area. Uh, I thought we were a fresh football team. We did well taking advantage of our fall break last week. Uh, you know, we were on top end physically. And uh, now we got to freshen up a little bit mentally and get ready to go again. Well, Coach, you uh, talked about defense a little bit before we got on the air. Uh, defensively came out really with a lot of spunk and uh, – Kind of maybe surprised Liberty a little bit in some of the things that we're able to do against a pretty big offensive yeah. line. Well, we certainly were, were ready to go. And, uh, you know, we played a lot of guys up front. We challenged our kids up front. And, you know, they're, they're a huge football team, like run zone, you know, pro-style offense with a, you know, new hot shot young quarterback and uh, challenged our defensive front seven to be tough against the run. We were very tough against the run. Uh, we were hard to handle up front. I thought we dominated a lot of scrimmage. And, and then we made some plays. You know, Jalen Foster made another huge play, picked the ball off, scored a touchdown, uh, broke a ball up, tipped it in the air. Aaron Cook, you know, caught it for an interception turnover. And uh, so he made some more big plays for us. And, um, you know, we held up really well against a real physical, uh, strong football team defensively. And I think more than that, you know, we, we continued to make adjustments. As they adjusted, we adjusted. Credit goes to the defensive staff. Coach Cunningham did a really good job. Uh, adjusting throughout the day to make sure our kids were in position uh, to make plays for us, and they and most of the day they did. Of course, you mentioned Jalen Foster, and it, it, we joke about this sometimes. It seems like if the ball is close to him, he's got it in his hands and he's going the other way with it. Um, have you ever coached a player like that to kind of had that knack to kind of a ball hawk was always in the right place at the right time, it seemed like? Well, I've been around a few, you know, over 33 years like that, and then, uh, you know, it's just uh, it's one of those deals, you know, where uh, being in the right place at the right time, for some guys, it's not an accident. They just seem to always be there. And so far, he looks like he's going to be that kind of guy. I'm glad we got him playing for the running Bulldogs. I think his future's bright. He still has a lot to learn. And, um, 
you know, he's out of position. He makes up with athletic ability sometimes and instincts. And when he really gets in there and, and figures things out the way he needs to figure it out, I think he's really going to be a fine player in the league. Chad Jeter uh, led the team, led the game with 11 tackles and was really seemed like he was all over the field most yeah. of the day. Talk a little bit about his effort. And same, same with Aaron Cook. Those guys seem to play really well on Saturday. Well, they do. You know, and their book ends on the edge. And one thing we need to do is be real physical and turn the run game back inside to the Calvary, so to speak. And uh, Chad's been consistent. You know, he's had his most consistent year. And, uh, you know, rarely does he get out of position. You know, and what won't show up, he played extremely well. His best game in pass coverage that he's played probably in a month. Um, so he's, you know, as old as he is, as much as he's played, he's still taking coaching. He's getting better. He's doing the things he needs to do to help us win defensively. And so is Aaron Cook. And uh, they both had great days. And I think Chad really showed up in the stats. But Cook had a great day, you know, with his effort. And, uh you know, you can't put a price tag on experience and in kids that, you know, are very, very consistent. Coach, uh, the last drive of the game uh, for Gardner-Webb in regulation um, was really a pretty impressive drive. You got the ball backed up inside the 20, and uh, Tyrell kind of led the guys out pretty pretty methodically, went 83 yards in 12 plays. Yeah. Uh, what were some things you saw during that drive that, that kind of made you feel better? Well, you know, we were hunting and pecking offensively, you know, as a staff. <clears throat> you know, all day, and uh, we'd had some difficulty. They are pretty strong on defense, and, uh, you know, we were trying to get in a little bit of a rhythm. And uh, I think we, you know, we came out and ran a couple run pass options. Uh, Tyrell did a nice job reading. I think he hit Adonis Lee for about 14 yards to start that drive. And, you know, he's, he's a real rhythm guy. It just took one play to kind of get us going and mix run pass in there. And then when we got down inside the 10, <clears throat> you know, I – uh, we kind of felt him take charge of the game. And I think you know, he put his foot in the ground about seven. I think he came off the ground not far past the five-yard line and went in the end zone. He wasn't going to be denied of that score. And I thought he was very aggressive, very mature. And, uh, you know, he really led us down the field. And that's what you want to see at your quarterback. We've talked about uh, Paul Schumacher at times this year. He had a couple field goals on Saturday. Of course, had the block in overtime. But yep. uh, had another good day kicking kicking off with, with touchbacks. And he's got 22 touchbacks now this year. He only had seven his first two years combined. What, what are some things he's doing differently mechanically? Has he just gotten stronger? I think he's gotten stronger and matured and um, gotten more comfortable with what we want to do. And, you know, the block at the end of the game, like everything else, they all wanted to see that. They, you know, that's the game winner, and all the fans want to see it. And and uh, that was a big play in the game because it was the last play of the game. But there were, <clears throat> you know, plenty of plays in the game where uh, that, that would not have been a factor. And we had a breakdown. You know, we had a high snap, and we had a breakdown in – in protection, you know, everything has to work together. It's an 11-man unit. And, uh, you know, we had kind of a low kick in there and hit the guy right in the hand. One hand was up, and it hit him right there. Maybe it would have gone through if we'd have protected a little bit better. So, But Paul's had a good year. He's been consistent. He's been very reliable. I felt very comfortable about, you know, going to the second overtime. As a matter of fact, we'd already been on the headsets saying offensively, we got to go back. Here's the first play. I mean, you know, it's routine for us. We start practice every day. PAT field goal, and we kick five balls and we kick a game winner before we start practice and we do that every day we live uh if i put the kids out there right now and stretch them they know after stretch we kick and we actually kick that kick every day uh from the right hash from the 20 yard line so uh you know things don't always happen the way you want them but uh i'm confident if it comes down to charleston southern i'll put him in there let him kick it again we'll protect it and we'll win the game so i got a lot of confidence in him and he has grown and i'm very very appreciative of the way he's played coach you mentioned charleston southern ranked eighth in the country this week and uh over the last few years have been the dominant team in the big south uh, what are some things you've seen on film in the last few days uh, from the buccaneers 
Well, I think they're a good overall team. I don't see many weaknesses. You know, they're maybe you know they're trying to find the best kicker to score points for them. But other than that, defensively, you know, they're ranked in the top 15 in the country. You know, they got a big defensive line that really can run. Very experienced in the back end, and they play you know, extremely hard for Coach Staggs. We know this staff very, very well. And uh, offensively, you know, they're, they're a run first team. They throw it when they have to. They got two dynamic running backs. They got a good young receiver in Kwame Brown that uh, is really coming on with uh, Corn down there uh, to help them in their pass game. But, uh, you know, they're ranked in the top 10 for a reason. I think they deserve to be where they are. Uh, they're defend, defending champ, so it's an honor to be able to go play them. I'm excited about it. You know, we got to make sure our kids are excited about the opportunity. And it's going to be an early ball game. You know, early, early, early for us. Twelve o'clock kick, and we got to get down there, get up, and get ready to go. And and we better be on point early because uh, this is a very, very quick hit offensive team, kicking team, and uh, you know they hard to score points on. So we're going to try to stay on the field and get our run game going and throw it a little bit. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a great team effort, you know, to, to challenge them late in the ball game. Well, Coach, uh, Gardner-Webb at Charleston Southern this Saturday, 12 noon, uh, 12.06 kickoff to be exact. Yep. It's on the American Sports Network. Check your local listings for availability in your area. Thanks for listening.